0: Sorry, I'm holding my microphone. I love we're, that. We're gonna fix it that for, that for next week. you. I am so we sorry. We started
1: from, we're actually currently at we the bottom. We started from the bottom. No, we're, we're going to do We
0: started at the bottom here. and we're still
2: at the bottom, we're, but it's, it's okay. It's only gonna get better from, from like Hell's yeah. Kitchen right now. Oh my yeah. God.
1: <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Let's Snack podcast, a podcast about food. Business marketing and we wanna give you a behind the scenes look at everything. Um, for those special video watchers, you're gonna see just a disgusting tablecloth. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I'll take credit. I think for all of the spills so far.
0: really stain. All your fault. Every Whiskey single stain stain.
1: Yeah, no, uh <laughs> I'm good at that. Um speaking of I don't know, things we're good at. Uh I think we should probably introduce ourselves. Uh, Before we do anything else, as uh, this is our pilot episode, um, let's start with Haley. Haley, introduce yourself to the people, please.
0: Hi, guys. I'm Haley. I run the Chic Avocado, a fashion, lifestyle, and beauty blog here in Jacksonville. Originally from Houston, kind of just living the Florida life right now, just chilling, relaxing, being cool here when it's really hot outside (laughs) and in here.
1: Yeah, it is kind of hot in here um how'd you so how did you start well first of all what kind of blog do you run right now
0: so my main focus is fashion lifestyle beauty kind of like everything in between i just do things that i like to do in real life i don't want to do anything i don't want to do in real life so you'll see food on my page you'll see fashion you'll see beauty even though i suck at doing makeup like Everything that you see is, like, really wholly, authentically me. I don't do anything I don't actually want to do in real life,
1: so. Yep. I suck at doing makeup, too. Oh,
0: yeah. I, can't, I did, the one time I did makeup today, now it's melting off right now, so. Yeah, if might be the last time.
1: Audio Ooh. listeners might hear the strain in our voice, but uh, the video, <laughs> video homies, we're, we're hot as.
2: <laughs> it get is out. hot. Hot <laughs> as a rabbit it in
1: Tucson hot. right now. Um, the AC in. First of all, I should plug this though. We are in a selfie photography. Um, it's a selfie studio in Jack's. They're partnering awesome. up with us. Yes. It is cool. This is a sweet background um, that we're doing. That's it's- a
2: real old
0: motel.: That's in the original sign from the Surfside motel in Jacksonville. I learned that
2: today.
1: Yeah, we're using it as a venue. Um, unfortunately, their dopey landlord. I don't know what he did to the AC, but he just
2: <laughs> hasn't called us back, hasn't called them back.
1: It's 82 mother-flippin' degrees in here.
2: Cheers to that. Yeah, I no, it's kidding. So, um,
1: <laughs> Hannah, why don't you talk about... Who the who the heck are we?
2: Um, so we're Snacksonville. We uh, are Snacksonville. We are a food blog. We like to call ourselves the Jack's Food Plug in Jacksonville, Florida, obviously. Uh, we started last March, so it's only been about a year and some change for us. And we started mainly because we saw businesses were hurting during covid and we definitely just wanted to be something that helped um, promote them and yeah. then we branched over to tiktok well
1: we, and we were got a doing lot of these, success there we were doing these long form videos you remember how so we started have did you ever see the challenge the blindfold challenges
0: no. we you used never to know. saw Wait, those where you put like you're trying different things and yeah. you have the upside to
1: guess down but- nike logo mm-hmm. headband and then we were literally so the first one we did we did on I think like Instagram Live
2: we did like a chicken sandwich challenge from like the top four chains and it was oh Wendy Popeyes Wendy's Chick Fil A
1: Chick Fil A and
2: Burger King oh I don't my even gosh. think we I
1: think we did three didn't we? that was like, like a burging. huge
0: uproar during COVID was uh, the, Popeyes, the, the Popeyes chicken Popeyes. sandwich, chicken sandwich. Oh. and so we would and eat the it thing.
1: we would eat it blindfolded and then. Uh, Guess which place it came from, and tell the people which one tasted the best. Who do you, who do you think won?
0: Well, I've only ever had the Chick Fil A. Are you
1: kidding me? No, I've
0: only ever had the Chick Fil A and the Popeyes one. Okay, because <laughs> well, <because laughs> but, well those are the two but best ones. it was so hard to get the Chick Fil A one, we did KFC or not the Chick Fil A, the Popeyes yeah. one during that because everybody was freaking out. The lines were long, and <laughs> no, that's not I mean the lines were. Let's let's not act like Popeyes has the best customer service. The worst. So like people were coming back mad, but it tasted delicious. Do you delicious. remember the bring
2: your own bun situation, too? No, that, a that you was a thing. bring, like, white bread, you could oh whatever God. you wanted. where? At Popeye's, oh. because they just, the whole thing, the whole operation was, like, Did they, they run just, out of buns or something? Yeah, they were just running out of buns, but they had the chicken. Chick-fil-A would never run out of the Lord's buns.
0: The Lord's <laughs> buns. So, but,
1: yeah. one thing I should quickly, ugh, one thing I should quickly mention about the podcast, um, mm-hmm. If you hear us eating, mind your business, because we all brought (laughs) snacks today.
2: And Um, we brought some some drinks. Yep, and beer.
0: Hannah, what are
1: you sporting for snacks today?
2: So we went to Bucky's this weekend because we were on the road. So I got their tip top pop popcorn. It's white cheddar and jalapeno.
1: How's it taste?
2: Amazing. That's like honestly my new favorite popcorn. Yeah, it's like got the right amount of spice. And then I got yogurt almonds but i froze them <laughs> no, i'm good okay and they're oh, actually yeah
1: popcorn's dope, so good. Is dope. Holy no i mean
2: bucky's is dope bucky's, so
0: like, if you've yeah. never been to a bucky's find your nearest one even if it's like hours away and just make it's a day dope. trip out of it because it is literally a sight to see it's amazing that so, is a shameless plug just because i love it so much
1: the so one in tifton was it in tifton port valley i don't know where that is um the one we went to <laughs> was literally like it felt like a county fair Oh my God. Both because of the people in there. <laughs> so many mullets. It was back, like wall to wall mullets. Oh my God. Like, everybody wanted. Well, you had to, like. Wait in line for a brisket sandwich.
0: That's not surprising, though. But I really? grew up in Texas, and so that's where Bucky started and started. Is it chill in Texas, or youth? is it packed in Texas? Well, now everybody knows about it. So, yeah. I mean, you should see them. Like, the one in Florida and the one I'm sure that you guys went to mm-hmm. was nothing compared to the ones in Texas. Like, so what do you mean by bigger. nothing? Like, massive. Oh, they're bigger? The, biggest, they big. well, the biggest one in in the Bucky's world, I guess, <laughs> is in Texas. But I did see that they are putting one in Tennessee that will be the biggest. It's going to be over 77,000 square feet.
1: Jeez, in Tennessee, are going to love that.
2: Wait, didn't Perry say that there is one with 250 gas pumps?
0: Oh, yeah, that's probably
2: the one in Baytown. That it's massive.
0: Is. They are massive. But the that's one insane. that we would always go, like, I went to school in Oklahoma. I have family in Oklahoma. So the one that was in Madisonville, Texas, that was the main one. And we would always go there. But now, trying to get a parking
2: spot and stuff yeah. like that, it's, it's crazy. Which is
1: weird, because they have an abundance of parking.
2: Right. I mean... If you hit it at 9 o'clock at night, it's a different vibe. It was vibe. better, it was One better
1: time, but still crowded. We
0: hit it at 5 a.m. in the morning, and there was like... There's probably so many people. people.
1: There. Oh, really? I mean, okay. It was not
0: that bad, actually. I probably felt weird. I will say they
2: have, like, the world's best cheese fries. I have talked about this all oh, weekend. Uh, everything there is good. The I bathrooms, <laughs> the don't food. Don't think
0: they're the world's best.
2: No, they are the world's best. I,
0: I just want to name another that's gas simple. station that's not good.
2: Okay, are we talking about gas stations right now? Well, okay, Bucky's <laughs> is like. Okay, they're not the best cheese the fries. LeBron
1: James of gas stations.
2: Right.
1: Okay, that's not a good. Of gas stations, yeah. So. If you had to get cheese fries at a gas station, I agree. Like,
2: yeah, I have to get
0: Bucky's. By
1: far it's gonna be bucky. I'm not
0: gonna go to a quick trip. I mean, but like also Circle I've K. never ever Pretty gone good. to a gas station was like, let me just get a meal here. It's like snacks. That's the only gas That's station true. I would ever go get a meal. Exactly. At. That's also true. Their Texas hot Wawa dogs. baths burgers
1: are decent. I mean
0: I I've only ever for a meal wise, I've only had their breakfast burritos and I think like breakfast? a brisket sandwich. Oh pretty good fabulous they don't do anything bad there it's i, I want to try good. their breakfast now even their beef jerky i killer. haven't tried
1: that yet everyone mm. keeps telling us too
0: yeah they have like beef jerky bars there yeah it's insane
1: you know a lot about food for a fashion blogger you know, which is that's... funny tell them about how we met you
0: oh my gosh well okay so i'm a fashion <laughs> blogger yes. i i of course love eating food but Um, I am not really sure why I was invited to this media event, Um, but I was invited to a media event at a local Jacksonville restaurant called Blue Bamboo. Awesome food, guys. It's in Mandarin if you haven't been there yet. It's totally worth a visit. But I showed up. I, I, I don't really know too many food bloggers in the Jacksonville world, and I've never, ever been invited to a media event at a food restaurant or anything like that. And so they invited me, and I was like, heck yeah, I want some free food. I mean, I love Asian food. I could live off that for the rest of my life. So, um, me and my husband went and we ran into Hannah and it was kind of funny because there was a large group of people at the front and people knew each other. I mean, they're in the food blogging world. They all knew each other, but, um, I introduced myself to Hannah and asked her to sit with us and kind of the rest is history. But, also kind of funny is that she looks exactly like my best friend so got a little nostalgic that yeah. night and i think i almost teared up too that was a really bad week for me that week so it was like such a blessing
2: to meet hannah and then evan wasn't right. there but i we ran into was them the next night
1: media event too?
2: that was like one of our first big ones and like honestly i am very much an extrovert but without evan there i did not feel like oh i feel the same way
0: i mean i love talking to people but when i go to a place i don't know anyone i just like
1: well, anyone's I, like that. That's the oh, thing. Is like know. I'm. I'm fairly. Well, I'm more introverted. i like the thing. Extro- is
0: like I introverted extrovert. Like I love right. talking right. to people. I love meeting people. But like after a while, it like I start feeling drained but- from it.
2: And the thing was, is like you know, I do know those people. I've seen them before. Do I call them by their Instagram handle? Oh my yeah. gosh! Do I call oh them by their gosh. name? Is that like, tacky? I am yeah, literally I the world's know. worst name.
0: Remember though, so oh, like, yeah. you're your Instagram name, if that. Like, I and I don't mean that in a rude way, but like, I am terrible at remembering names, yeah. and I've always been that way. It might be
1: easier to do Instagram. Oh names yeah. At
0: this point. <laughs> Someone saw me the other day. They're like, "You're the chic avocado, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I am yeah. that. I am that. That's me. We, so the Literally. whole, I
1: used to do a lot of, like, video games, and, like, the whole gaming community would call each other by, like, like, hey, Rogue Warrior, yeah. you want to go to the bathroom oh, with me? Oh, yeah. And, like, I refused Yikes. to do it, because I was like, this is the cringiest <laughs> thing. <laughs> so I would just be like, hey, Jeff. And, like, I'd call people by their real names, which I think at the time they thought was weird, but I was like, this is, you guys don't realize this is the way more normal thing to do.
2: Would they also say uwu to you?
1: Uwu. No, that's my favorite word is uwu. <laughs>
0: It's I haven't played I a video think. game since Grand Theft Auto. I, 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 I only drive cars, and that strictly only drive the cars. Only drive the cars and wreck them None of the other debauchery in no, that game. No.
1: Oh boy. So um, we would like to talk about in this podcast things, uh, kind of behind the scenes looks at, um, business, the food, uh, the food scene, um, different marketing tactics. Um and we're all involved in the blogging scene in Jacksonville. So I think first things first, I kind of want to do kind of like a state of the How do you think blogging is in Jacksonville right now?
2: Saturated. Oh. Well, is it is it
1: just saturated in general?
2: I think food blogging is saturated, but there somebody who is our friend in the food blogging world said there's literally a piece of pie for everybody. You didn't say it directly like that, but there is literally a piece for everybody. I don't know who said that. Yeah. I, I think the same. I mean, Jacksonville,
0: I think the fashion world is definitely probably smaller than a bigger city like Dallas or Houston right. or something like that, but that's to be expected with the population being much lower. But uh, like you said, I think there's there's no room for competition in in this world, you know. There's there's a place for everybody there is enough success to go around you know not everybody is the same person and i think that's really where you find your success in a saturated industry altogether and blogging and influencing is just really by being authentically yourself there are so many cookie cutter molds of people that are the exact same and you know maybe they found success whenever it wasn't as saturated or whatever but i mean you just can't do that anymore i mean growth for me has been very very like you know slow and stuff like that i didn't become an overnight hit and i still when people say oh my god you have fifteen thousand followers like i don't feel like personally i I feel i don't feel like i'm super successful or like some prodigy in the blogging world or anything like that there's a lot of things i don't know for
1: context in the Jacks blogging scene, 15,000... Or in the Jacksonville, like, Instagram scene, mm-hmm. 15,000 followers is a lot. Like, I know people, like, at least on, like, YouTube and podcasts, they always, like, flaunt large chunks of fame, but in Jacksonville, I feel like...
0: I mean, there's plenty of people in Jacksonville with more followers than me, but, yeah, I mean, 15,000... Well, 15,000 dollars. 15,000 15, people is a lot of people, and I'm very blessed to have that. I've been doing this for about, like, four or five years now, right. but... I mean, there's people out there with one million followers, and I'm like... I haven't been able to get over 15,300 people in, you know, a year. Like, I mean, I've right. I've been stuck there for a long time. And I think that the, especially as Instagram and these platforms are changing and evolving and wanting new things from you and TikTok coming around. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys probably know this because you guys have seen a very large success on TikTok because that is such a, you're pioneering a, a, a platform that like scares the crap out of me quite quite frankly but i mean i yeah, think we I all mean, have our strengths and in, in weaknesses and you know i think that's that's what helps us i mean like i've met you guys and i know you guys can teach me so much stuff that i don't know and i vice versa and stuff mm-hmm. like that so
1: before you go off on tiktok because I, I you have a lot to say about it and i'm excited <laughs> to hear it i'm very I'm excited everything that i'm
2: gonna say is something that you've already said before but i'm excited to hear it again <laughs> Oh, yeah. That I geek out over this married, kind of
1: stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and he didn't know.
0: My uh, husband's not here, so my he wife. can't talk back. Right.
1: Um, I want to know, what do you do with your fashion blog that distinguishes you? Like, what do you do differently? Because you were talking about, and I agree with this, for people watching and listening, like, I just hear... Be different. Like, don't <laughs> do what everyone else does or you're going to get the results that everyone else oh, gets. Oh,
0: yeah. I uh, mean, what do you do
1: differently than the other fashion bloggers?
0: Um, I, like, I mean, like I was saying before, kind of when, er, when I introduced myself, is I will not do anything I would not do if I didn't have a a platform so i know so if, you call that
1: authenticity like is that kind of the key for you
0: i mean there's a lot of people that will share things that they would not buy in real life okay there's people that you know will do a lot of things just for a quick follow and that's not the kind of following i'm looking for i want a following that trusts me in my you know what i recommend and stuff like that because i mean you can have a following of million people but if no one trusts you if you're only putting out ads after ad Mm -hmm. like would you trust someone to want to buy something ultimately your goal as an influencer is to I mean make money off of it. it takes a lot of time and effort into putting into this and you know it took a long time for me to monetize my blog and I still don't even make enough to you know right be able to do this full time so I think that ultimately you you want an authentic following that will trust you so when you do post that ad they will engage and trust your you know judgment but kind of going back is some of the things that i do i share like things i would actually wear there's a lot of high commission items that people will buy and post because it'll just be the next you know money maker for them i have a very bright bubbly fun kind of um look towards fashion so I'm only going to buy and wear things that I would actually wear. I don't just buy things or return them or buy things and then get rid of them because I would never wear it. I think that is kind of what sets me apart. And then also, um, you know, it's hot in Florida. And fashion is like two seasons ahead. So people are probably already starting to film content or create content for fall.
1: Are you kidding me? You will not catch
0: me outside in a sweater until like next february when it is cold
2: outside
1: yeah i feel that that's true
2: i know yeah what you were saying like the engagement aspect of it i really do now that i am on the other side of instagram i look for the engagement like do you actually like or do you respond to other people do you i mean that's
0: all it's about i mean instagram is so picky these days too and it's only getting worse so i mean People think that, you know, you snap a picture, you put it on Instagram, and that's it. No. That's not it. That is not it. You have to comment on other people's pictures. You have to engage when people comment on your pictures. You have to share... Instagram stories they want you to share reels now which I don't understand Okay
1: you okay you have to do reels
0: Oh my gosh well, she okay, did do a reel I did do one God reel God is my witness
1: we're going to get you doing reels Okay I
0: did okay I did one reel and it actually performed very well but that's only because Instagram wants people to do reels right now You but know I've why though they it on TikTok and only got like Five hundred views. That is great for the first. How TikTok. many
1: followers do you have on TikTok?
0: I don't know. Like probably zero because so I'm not cool. <laughs> that's Z- why I'm here with you guys. You have guys. zero
1: followers, but five hundred people watched mm. it.
0: Wow. Well, that's guess, TikTok. See, I guess if you put it in that perspective. But also, I'm very not knowledgeable on that platform. So that is why we're all here to help each other.
1: That's true. That's true. <laughs> so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Awkward pause right. for a beer
0: so drink. Girl, say
1: words. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> you just looked at me. I'm <laughs> guessing you want me to go on our TikTok spiel. Yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. So because I want to hear this. So I'm we, really yeah. interested in
1: sis, TikTok. Go, oh, go boy, off, sis. Go off, sis. Hold on. I want to fix it. We
2: also learned that from my 13-year-old niece. What? TikTok? This weekend. No, go off, sis. Oh. Go off, sis. Go off, sis. All right. So we were on Instagram only and Facebook passively. Cause you know how Instagram, if you share a picture, it goes to Facebook for seven to eight months. And then I got into TikTok probably during COVID and Evan did not want anything to do with TikTok. I wanted to put our wedding photos on TikTok and do like all the cute little romantic videos on TikTok. Evan was not about it.
1: I just thought it was dancing.
2: Yeah. So then one day in January, Evan's like, I think we're going to switch TikTok. And I was like, you hate TikTok. He's I don't know. Student.
1: Do you remember why I said that?
2: But Evan
0: is the producer and editor and <laughs> oh, all things. Why. So He's production. Because I saw Gary
1: V so You got to get on TikTok. <laughs> right. I guess we're going to get on TikTok.
0: <laughs> so we got on. I'm like an old grandma. I'm like over here still fighting it. I'm like, No, I will not oh, go over there. You are not an old grandma. The entire, <laughs> Everyone. The
1: entire blogging scene I refuses. love
0: watching them. I can
2: sit there all day watching
0: cute videos of dogs,
2: but like. But you also want to be responsible for the content because then you can grow your following. When we started TikTok, our first couple of videos only got like a thousand views, but like we were still pretty addicted. <laughs> All right, listen. Now it's like if we get a thousand, I'm like offended. But like TikTok. <laughs> That's how I feel about the whole Instagram. Freaking platform. banished us or I'm they specific. did us wrong or something. I'm like over the algorithm if we only get a thousand views. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Um, well, that's how the algorithm on it is. Every app. For real. So then we popped off on one video for Dos Vados Tacos, and it got 85,000 views. And if, honestly, it was because Evan did not know how to say Beria Tacos.
1: And so many people commented. How did the you say that? The algorithm reactions? was like, I said Birria. <laughs> and uh,
2: like, a people, white, like a gringo one. Bro, people <laughs> well, got you are so butthurt
1: that they commented us People get butthurt success. about
2: everything on TikTok. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you guys get a lot of hate comments on TikTok? We have. And Why? we'll, we'll we go into that. We're
1: good. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, let's our, talk about that. We'll go into it. Our
1: uh, our channel, for the most part, is good vibes. Yeah.
2: Good so vibes then, only. <laughs> then we get up to, like, a thousand followers, and we're, like, addicted. And then we're just trying to figure out things that we can do to, like, go off again and get more followers. It's, like, addicting. When you have a viral video. Oh. Haley's number two. <laughs> So we were trying to pick our brain and do some stuff that would potentially get us a viral video. We did have to do some chain stuff to get the kind of demographic that would follow us. But we started channeling like what we did in our original videos, like the blindfold taste testing. But we did something called um, Blind Order Challenge and we did it at different chain restaurants. And we just had the server, we gave them a budget. And most people didn't believe our budget. Oh, wow,
0: that sounds so fun! Can we do that? I want to do that. I want to do that. Want to do
2: it at Harps? Later. Oh yeah! It's okay. not as
1: fun at local restaurants because yeah. TikTok says you're local. Like
2: we hate you. So TikTok,
1: it, the whole thing is based on the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how big they think the audience is gonna be.
2: Yeah, and people really like Texas Fert House. So mm-hmm. our. Oh, Texas. I know. Well, everybody. Does. Sorry, in so it's like uh. So either we had a really hot waiter or <laughs> they ordered really good food. Sebastian,
1: he did. He, Sebastian was he good. Was some man candy, but, but also
2: his girlfriend came over to the table and was like I I think it's cuz people I don't know.
1: Like it literally could have been because we said it was a $40 budget.
2: Yeah, I don't know. People from Canada, people from California like Angry didn't believe comments. us. We, Boy, what happened?
1: They were because like, that's
2: more than $40. We said $40 and we really like, it was Okay, like so
0: sorry you live in Canada or California where everything well, is more it was, expensive.
1: It was also 50 but yeah, in, in California and like Canada, they're like, that's like
2: $100. You might <laughs> 60 or 70 It's
1: like, you need to move, Doc. <laughs>
2: so, so we ended up getting. 4 million views, and... Holy moly, I know. 4 million?
1: Yeah, we're kind of a big deal.
0: Oh my god, like, I'm a, I'm a lowly peasant compared to you guys.
2: Uh, so it, was, it was more on of Instagram.
1: A, it was like a two or three hit wonder, because we had a couple other blind order yeah. videos. Do really well. Got us a whole bunch of followers, got us to, like, over 30,000 followers. And then, most of the local places, some of the local places will pop off. Like, mm-hmm. one or two. But, uh, most of them won't. But that kind of led us to what we do now, which is... Even, so here's the thing. Even if, like, one of them gets, like... For us, like, a good video. Like, now a good video is, like, 10,000 views or more.
0: Mm-hmm. Not bad. And then
1: with those 10,000 views, it'll be, like, a 100 shares. To me, that is an engagement like a, a kind of engagement that is valuable to the business because if you're sharing it you're most likely saying hey take a look at this yeah, and well, you're more likely there. to go. Yeah. So what I like to point to other businesses and say is like hey listen if you go on TikTok even if someone isn't already following you they can see that video on their feed and decide to go to your restaurant out of nowhere just like a paid advertisement oh, on a yeah. TV. Just like right. a commercial. So I'm trying to explain to these businesses and bloggers, because bloggers are basically selling their brand, Yeah. that you need to get on here because you can actually increase your follower base organically, like without paying. Right. And all you have to do is make a good video that people want to watch. Yeah. And so what we started doing, instead of like... I don't really shoot for views anymore. I just want to like keep... Promoting restaurants, making good videos, showcasing restaurants that people are asking for, building our community Mm -hmm. specifically. But then we're, now that we have our foot in the door with some of these restaurants, we go and help make them quality content.
0: Yeah. Right. So, versus us. That's very valuable for, I mean, I know I've seen your guys' content before and I've gone to a restaurant that you guys have recommended or I know I've texted you guys be like, oh my God, I want to go here. And I know we're going to go to some of those places because, you know, you guys have vouched for them and that's really important to me and that's that's one of the things i think we talked about before this was that jacksonville is full of so many hidden gyms there's so many places here that are not chains so so you guys can do both you guys do the chain restaurants for your national following and then local things for people like us so
1: two of my biggest pet peeves you hit on one of them is people going to the same restaurant over and over oh my god another one is when people ask us like Oh, are they, uh, do you do you ever say anything bad about these places, or are there any restaurants you don't like? And so this leads me into something that I wanted to bring up, which is, Haley, are you part of The Scoop?
2: Uh, no, I
0: don't okay. think so. Maybe, uh, you know, I don't know. So, half the time, I don't even know who I'm following.
1: It's- so for those of you not from Jacksonville or not familiar with The Scoop, The Scoop started from this group called Jack's Restaurant Reviews. And they used to go around and basically write articles on restaurants or promote restaurants that were doing good things. And what they did was um, the guy who ran it decided he wanted to make a Facebook group where everybody could share their opinions on different restaurants.
0: Oh, that just goes down like, so quickly. I was like, it's isn't that just
1: like Yelp? And he was like, well, yeah, but like, <laughs> but and he explained why it was different. So here's the thing she keeps sending me articles from them where people will take a restaurant that we like and they'll be like, they'll see something bad about it and they'll rip on it in that group. And then all these people are, will be like, I'm never going there.
0: I mean, that's so, I mean, everybody has a bad day. Like we 100%. have Absolutely. all had bad days. And I think that like, you know, that is another thing about being authentic. Cause you want to be truthful with your audience about a place or an experience or a shirt you got or a mm-hmm. meal you had. But you have to do so tastefully.
1: Well, there's that, and then so I don't know. I'm biased, and what I what I've kind of I thought about this a whole bunch, and realized that I'm biased. First of all,
0: oh, like, we're totally biased because if you had a good good experience, the owner came by and talked to you, and was oh, very nice to you. I'm not even talking about
1: that. I'm talking about with with the concept of their idea. Oh, okay. So like their brand is basically like it's for the consumer, it's for the customer, right. it's for you who's looking for a restaurant. Yeah. So it'll like within the group it'll tell you where you should go and they'll even tell you where you shouldn't go which benefits you like I at the like end that's of the day a personal it benefits opinion, you.
0: though i mean what if, it like, is i like ponchos and half the world hates ponchos but
1: some people are like
0: True. some people <laughs> that's, that's would want to know <laughs> the
1: things that are negative about a restaurant and like my my bias is that i used to own a food truck yeah and so i am literally always like i on our channel we never say anything negative and it's not because we're trying to distort some version of the truth it's because we only want to help restaurants we don't well, care it, it, we don't it, care about being transparent right. about bad experiences. Well, we and if might you had ask. a
0: bad experience too, you probably wouldn't be sharing it on your, you know, thing anyways. So all the places you're sharing are probably Well places some people
1: do that though. Some people will say, Oh, this place
0: I mean that's a very fine, fine line these days. That I'm is just, a very fine line these days sharing negative things. I mean right.
2: very fine. I'm just waiting to play devil's advocate for this video. So okay. I'm not like I'm not like their biggest fan. But I will play Devil's Advocate for the scoop.
1: Oh, please do. So here, my okay. To boil down my beef with the scoop, is that their brand, th- their like catering is to the customer. So if they ever wanted to monetize, if there's a restaurant who wants them to promote, the restaurant has to know that they'll promote them, but they also won't stop people from ripping on them. So like, I feel like it. It's not only it's going to be hard to monetize. That might not be their goal, and that's fine. Um, but their brand, to me, feels very, like, Karen-y. Like, that, that's the that's the demographic. It's boomers on Facebook. Right. It's like, ow, oh, I had to wait 30 minutes for my steak.
0: I mean, I think people can use their best judgment to weed through those kinds of complaints. Because there's always right. going You'd to think. be those kinds of people. And if those people are so impressionable that they don't even care or get, to give it a try or whatever, then, you know, I'm sure the business or restaurant isn't missing their, you business, know, yeah. business. I mean, the, it's it's a fine line because, I mean, on the blogging side of that, I mean, there's always going to be someone that has opinion if you're not sharing what they want you to see, if they don't like your opinion on something or if you're not sharing enough or if you're sharing too much or something. I mean, it's, yeah. there's always going to be those people. So
1: you're in the group. I, I genuinely want to. These hear are your my
2: side. opinions. Only. I want to hear your side. Um. So yeah, I do agree with part of what you said, but I do think that the scoop also offers. Um, other things other than just Karen's posting about restaurants. I mean there's always
0: going to be Karen's I mean Karen's are everywhere and then the thing is too is that at least on this Facebook group a owner can't go in there if there was
2: like a large amount of people saying bad things can't go and delete it actually well that's true and that's the thing is like the owners can defend themselves and what the moderators do try to do is actively shut down negative posts it might not be at the speed or the efficiency as others want but i do see them like efficiently shutting down posts that are rude or that are like saying bad things about the restaurants i also think half of the content that we get is because i'm actively on the scoop is it really seeing what other people are talking about okay and i'm like hey we need to go there because i mean if it wasn't that obvious. I'm the one who does the planning of the content. <laughs> <laughs> I am like the
0: business Mine. mind. I want to be invited true. on a food trip. Like <laughs> I really, we should like blog this. It's like going oh, yeah. on a food trip.
2: I would love to I would love if a restaurant let us host like during an off hour. Ooh, or and we like, can eat and vlog. Do you mean
0: one of those things where we like, you know, rock, paper, scissors, who gets to pick like appetizers, drinks, right. the dinner and dessert and then going to like all different places.
1: See, we gotta do that in five points. Someone requested that on our I talk. would like to do oh. a
2: progressive date. I think that would be great. Oh, yes. And
0: that's very that, talkable. that would be oh, oh, cool. Yeah, for I love watching those people's videos, but they always go to like fast food restaurants Chains. and I'm like, Come on, go get something good. Like right. I'm to see some like good food exactly
1: so you did i would say the moderators in that group have good intentions absolutely to me just the biggest thing is like the whole the brand itself like i miss the days where jack's restaurant reviews used to be jerry throwing mashed potatoes the owner throwing mashed potatoes (laughs) in the air and uh,
2: like plugging a
0: restaurant
2: i miss jerry's videos and i miss like the constant articles but what I do think is good is all the moderators, all the writers, a are volunteers, and b well, um, one of them is monetizing from Jack's restaurant, but she manages well, the whole thing. Well, she does a lot of work, and she's great. And I think nice lady, <laughs> very nice lady. But I think the other ones, either they're like foodies, or they run a business, or they're just very connected to the restaurant world. So you only see the bad posts. You don't see the ones that are like hyping up other people, or like talking about like awesome things or, like, random acts of kindness from restaurants and the stories that, like, make other people excited. You only hear the bad, like, catering stories or when people, like, had to wait 30 minutes for their food or they got the complete wrong order, but they never reported it to the manager. I mean, that is probably the most frustrating part is that people only think that it's a group to bash and I use it as a group to promote. So, yeah, I think you only pay attention to the negative posts in the scoop, but if you looked at the positive posts, if you looked at who we know as other business owners that are promoting other businesses because they know what they've gone through in the past year. I mean, those are outshined by the Karens, but they're in there. Oh, there's going to be Karens everywhere.
0: I mean, in the blogging world, yeah, they're just they're just everywhere. There's going to be. I mean, that's the beauty of you know being American. You can have your own opinion, but that's also like when you put your life out there on a platform. Unfortunately. There is going to be someone who always takes what you say the wrong way. Right, you can be criticized for literally anything, and people in Jacksonville, and people are very like they're vicious. And I'm sure the local scene is just like that. But I mean, just
2: vicious. Evan getting into like a little <laughs> bit of a match with somebody about barbecue, and Florida specific barbecue. It just baffles me that people care a care that much. I'm sorry. Like, we just do food. I don't know if it is in the fashion blog world. Well, in the
0: fashion blog world, I mean, we're supposed to... I mean, this is a fun platform for Mm -hmm. me. You know, I didn't get on there to be a political, you know... Right. Yeah, I didn't didn't get in there to partake in the political scene. I didn't get on there to partake in being a healthcare provider and telling you how you should act or be during all of this and stuff like that. But, I mean when you have a platform people expect you to touch on Every. everything and i just don't have the bandwidth to do that you know well I mean, as a as a single you know person i mean not single like i mean just like a sole person that runs my blog i don't have anyone else that helps me like you know touching on touching on everything covering everything and having a personal life would be not like that i would that would be non-existent in the world <laughs> i think it's wow. a better title
2: I think personally, yeah, a lot of people expect you to go outside of your realm. I mean, we saw a post today where somebody was talking about the representation or the people that were on the post and not necessarily talking about, like, what the business was doing or offering, but they just wanted to make sure that all races were publicized on the post. And I think it's like, there's just so many blurred lines now. Like, it can't just be food. I mean, we saw...
1: No, it can. That See, that's the thing. Like, my whole thing with branding is, like, you ultimately are in control. Yeah. Someone can be like, hey, I'd like your comment on this, and you can just say no. And th- they can say whatever they want, but, like, literally... I mean, Your I almost feel like no
0: comment is... Is... is almost even worse than if you did comment, though. Oh, right. no, no, no.
2: I like, I mean, literally... like used... delete button can be used whenever. Oh,
0: but then that can be used against you, too. I mean, it's oh, like a yeah. lose-lose situation in, in some people's eyes. And I know that, like, you just have to block out those people's opinions and stuff like that. Because even if you did say what you, they wanted you to say, like, it still wouldn't be enough.
1: See, our strategy is just like, hey, we're Food Blog. Sorry, we don't. We only know things about food. Like, yeah, we talk about food. But we're also
2: only positive. So if, like, it happens to be the owners of what we're doing have said anything negative or, like, if it's, like, a touchy subject. Someone to said, food. like,
1: we went to, like, there's a spot called Cleo's. And for those of you uh, who aren't from Jacksonville, it's this little hole-in-the-wall spot on the on north, the north side. side. And they're, they're like, famous. oh, their owners are racist or something like that. And it's just, like, first of all, I, I really don't know anything about that.
2: And the north side does of Jacksonville has a lot of history of, like, tension between, um, like...
1: Yeah, because it's a little bit more rural.
2: Yeah. So- but,
1: I have this, like, here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's like, we're not commenting on that. We go and we ate taco salad.
2: Because that's what they're known for. We and didn't know we told know people to history. go eat the taco
1: salad because it was good.
2: And, but we do... It's not that we hate when somebody comments and says, oh, don't you know they're, like, owners are racist or something. Like, that's... Not what we're saying. What we're saying is, like, we only went to support a local business and to try out their food it's and kind let of, you guys well, know. Well, you do
1: you. Like, right. if your if convictions you're gotta, lead you not to go somewhere or not to, like, buy a certain product, that's totally yeah. fine. I respect that. In fact, I would almost encourage that. Have convictions. But don't impose those on other people. Like, for us, it's like, we're going to tell you about the food. We're not going to tell you about our convictions about any places either because there are, like, from my experience in the restaurant industry, There's restaurant owners I don't really care for, honestly, because they're
0: they're not (laughs) very
1: nice people. But here's the thing. I'm going to go and promote their food because, honestly, I don't think we've been to a restaurant I, like, don't like that isn't a chain. Like, most of the local restaurants I can say something positive about. So I'm not going to go and rip anybody.
2: Yeah, and even if you didn't like the person in particular, what's, what do we have to gain to oh, post something nothing. negative about that? Plus, honestly- I never want
1: to pull money out of it. And that's that's my whole beef with the scoop. It's like when you allow somebody to, and I'm, I'm not going to, this is going to be my last comment on it because I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. But when you allow people to rip on a restaurant, you are not supporting restaurants. Like the reason I say that is because we saw a post the other day where it was talking about something unsanitary, quote unquote, that a restaurant did, and then a whole bunch of people in the thread are like, "I'm never going there again." Your platform literally just persuaded a group of people to never try that place, which I think is I
0: mean, you can find terrible. those reviews anywhere, right? And I, I, I just don't to- want to be
1: the one that perpetrates. I that. went to it. That's my. But well, they
0: case. didn't personally say it. Someone else on the page did.
2: Right. And, but they also a- let go, or they approve or deny posts. So it's kind of like they are the gatekeeper for the They're audience. They're the gatekeeper. And I think that is what Evan's number one beef is. But I think that there are people that are moderators that are in charge of it, and they have personal restaurants that they love, or that they maybe operate, and they still let bad reviews of those personal restaurants or their own mm-hmm. working restaurants And where, where I
1: land is it's... I think, ultimately, it's a good thing. I just don't think... I think it's the consumer than the restaurant. I think restaurants come second place. Personal preference, I wanna put restaurants first. I don't think that makes it bad and I don't think people should stop using it. In fact, I think it's done a lot of good for a lot of people, so I'm glad it exists. Sincerely.
0: Yeah, no, it's there's just definitely not my cup people of tea. that want to see that there is a there is a quote unquote market for that. And people you know, want I, honesty. I, I, want, I want to read both of those. I want. Yeah, I, want to, right. I want to see both sides because I know not everything is right. a you know one-sided story. Um, and I'm glad so, it exists. I really. Yeah, am. I mean, th- th- I th- think it's
2: done more harm or more good than. Yeah. <laughs> more good than harm. Oh, what do yeah, you really I think? Mean, <laughs>
0: I mean, like we said, that, you know, if someone is really that impressionable over a bad review and not even willing to go in there, then, you know, the, the place is probably not missing their business anyways, so. Right.
2: And, like, people in Jacksonville, too, are, like, stupidly loyal to certain things. Like, they only want to. I mean, ones. I know no. I'm stupidly subs, loyal to. People talking about
0: pub
1: subs being the best?
0: Um, they are, you like, don't top ask, five. Do you, you don't think,
1: they're good.
2: I don't like. They're top five. They're not the best. No.
1: There's better places. No. Okay, but for like, sure.
2: show me a longer line than when it's chicken tender yeah, sub week. oh my god, chicken tender sub <laughs> People love
1: buffalo. My husband's I don't know number, number what one in that
2: line.
0: What's, what's
1: what's what is it with Jacksonville and buffalo chicken?
2: I don't know where uh, they I came do off with like
0: buffalo chicken, I
2: but don't. their national dish is buffalo chicken with coleslaw or barbecue chicken with coleslaw. But yeah, I'm that like, is, where in Jacksonville is that represented? Like, why isn't Mayport shrimp Mayport shrimp up there?
1: It is. You
0: know, I, guess. I we're known for I'm seafood. Not, we should be. Uh yeah.
2: where did you guys see this national dishes mm. First of
1: all, Jacksonville stuff. isn't a nation.
2: I'm just making <laughs> I'm just making it up, but when you look at Publix
0: yeah, you
2: are. Bro. Well when you look it up on Publix like website, there's the Jacksonville sub that's true. And I'm from Atlanta where Publix all also exists and there's the atlanta falcon wait sub. what
1: is the atlanta falcon sub? i
2: they have the a same different thing. one don't know <laughs> is it the same thing i don't no. know they just rename, just rename it for every place That's i want to say it probably is fried chicken tenders there's definitely like no way it's like an italian sub like i couldn't see maddie ice being like i i love an italian i have a beef maddie with ice. publix oh so oh, do like tell. I, spell,
0: just, girl. I just don't understand why they're so expensive <laughs> They're not a specialty that grocery store. I they mean, just we don't have good deals, like literally. They are. I mean, they they're Bogo. I love their Bogo, but I just don't understand why Publix is so expensive. And it's not like they have anything there that's special, other than any other you know grocery store, except You're the Pub for Sub. The and and I don't want you are paying for the service. Um, mm, they're nice. They are nice except one time a lady was really rude to me and i think the manager saw it and she was like really yeah, quick to like fix it yeah. and that was like really great so we'll go into publics if we're looking for something but honestly we they opened a new Winn-Dixie bar our house. And you love it. It's where the old Earth Fair used to be. Um. Oh, well, I, I do have beef with Winn-Dixie, too. How did we get into grocery store Bro, beef? I don't do you know. You just hate
1: every grocery store. I
0: hate. Actually, I hate grocery shopping. I hate so, grocery shopping. Yes, I do have a beef with everything. I don't like how Walmart makes me check out my own stuff.
1: I actually like that.
0: No. <laughs> Except we do use the self checkout at Dixie. <laughs> I have a I like whatever. But still, I mean, like, Wendixie moved over from this huge, right, like, location across the street right next to Umami. Oh. And they moved over to the Earth Fair. And Earth Fair was a very specialty, healthy, like, grocery store. And now the Wendixie
2: moved over there and they're always out of everything. I
1: feel like our Wendixie's kind of <laughs> the same way, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're run down and they're about to be on their way out. My beef with major, like, I guess grocery stores is like we had a great experience with the sub lady the other day.
1: Oh. Yes, we did. It was
2: out of like a, after a pool day. Like I didn't really want to make decisions. Everything in the chi were like. Offered to do to our sub was amazing, and I went to the customer service line to like. Oh,
1: she did things to that sub. Yeah, she
2: did things. I need to go have
0: a pub sub. I've never. I'm not. Really, you can satisfy the craving. I'm not really a sandwich kind of gal. That's what I'm she not said.
2: either.
1: But My this could Italian eat sub is
0: literally every single day for the rest of his life. Like
1: lunch meat sandwiches. Yes. Yikes.
2: I like a hot sub.
0: Well, I mean, he he. Well, he makes sandwiches and puts them on the panini press. And that's Ooh. how he makes. That's them. Or fancy. Or when he's flying, he goes and gets a pub sub and heats it up in his very fancy airplane
2: he uses microwave. He the jet turbine, Air- to the heat jet microwave. Yeah. <laughs> so we were going to compliment her at customer service, and everybody looked at me like I had five heads, like they did not well, expect me not to, come to come to over. That. And I was like, "Can I please so submit mean. a
1: compliment?"
2: And they're and the like, sure. "Girl, the camera's like, what do I do?" <laughs> I guess you can. And it's like. We don't
1: move, she'll go away.
2: Well, we forget that these people that work in grocery stores or work at restaurants are actually people. And that's what's frustrating to me. So it's like, I'd rather go out of my way to compliment a server, let the manager know that they're doing a great job, let somebody at the customer service counter know that they're doing a great job. But we forget that, like, I mean, we can say that with restaurant owners too that they have families to feed or that they have personal problems too yeah and they still have to run their business with a smile so it's like people the humanity aspect of the service industry the
0: humanity aspect of anything these days is it's kind of embarrassing how like little respect people have these days i don't know if it's from being locked in their home for the past year. People be going wild. But people are so rude. And they forget that these people are showing up to work.
2: In the middle of a global pandemic. You,
0: and doing everything. And so sorry that, you know, there's a shortage of waiters. And your, your right. thing didn't get to you in five seconds. You know, most of the time a restaurant or any place would be willing to bend over backwards to make it right for
2: you. But... They can't... There's supply shortages. There's, like, waitstaff shortages. I mean, there's so many things that are going against restaurants right now that I feel like the consumer does Either A, doesn't get, or B, doesn't want to. I
0: just think the lack of putting yourself in people's shoes is, like,
2: so evident. You're not above... I mean,
0: I've never worked in the restaurant industry, so I'm not going to act like I'm, like, a genius on food and all that kind of stuff, but that doesn't give me the right to be you know, rude to someone who doesn't deserve it. Now, some people do deserve it, but, I mean, like... Yeah, we've all had bad experiences. Very few and far in between are those
2: people. I agree.
1: For sure. Sorry, I'm just thinking about how to fix the table.
2: (laughs) It's really stressing
0: out If you guys aren't here we have a plastic table and our microphones attached to it so that's we don't have the
1: experience honestly have yeah.
2: stands so we, we are we just
0: definitely this is a learning experience we're all kind of learning as we go i think mm-hmm. that's this whole world too is the marketing and blogging and putting your life out on social media you learn as you go and i know that's how it's
2: been for me so it's not like marketing itself is not the same you have to be like ahead of oh, the yeah. times no and you have to do digital campaigns, print campaigns. like.
0: And I went to school for advertising. And the amount of stuff that's changed in just that short amount of time, you know, it's crazy. I, yeah. I, I can only imagine what kind of classes they're teaching at the University of Oklahoma now. Um, that, like, TikTok and Instagram and all that kind of stuff were a thing. Because I remember I going back and looking at my Instagram from college. Like, I never used it. And now it's like my livelihood right now, actually. I mean, right. I'm in between jobs, so this is what I do full-time. I spend all day on Instagram, so...
1: Speaking of which, um, so you, you've you successfully monetized your Instagram, correct?
0: Uh, to an extent. I mean... Well, you
1: make some money, because most oh, people don't make can, any yeah. money off
0: of Yeah, no, I definitely... Um, I've, t- I've turned a page to where... I can make some exceptions, especially for local places, I will make an exception um, and, and work with them for a lower rate. Ones or, that you have like good relationships
2: with. Or just, you know,
0: just to help them out and stuff like that. Because, I mean, I'm not going to ever forget where I started. But, I mean, my advice to people is if you want to monetize your blog, I mean, or in general, I mean, anyone can be an, influencer per se you can have one follower you can have a million followers and if someone takes your advice or or your opinion and goes to a place you're an influencer you influenced them to go there that is true but the biggest issue right now is that there are so many people out there that are willing to do things for free because they want it for free or they 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 just want it and they don't they don't value themselves and i've been there before where I've been scared to ask for money, and I still am asking for money is terrifying. But these brands are getting away with murder by allowing or or going to an influencer and asking them to provide all of these deliverables and because a lot of not times, paying because people are doing it for free. Right. That's what I was gonna
2: say. It's a lot of times. People I mean, don't you may like that. if you had
0: two hundred followers. And you asked for $25 that is still something. If you don't ask for money then these brands will continue to take advantage of the rest of us forever. Marketing and advertising as someone who went to school for that costs a lot of money. Print advertising, digital advertising, all this stuff from a
2: advertising agency is not cheap.
1: What were you going to say, Hannah?
2: I was just going to say, like, a lot of people don't understand. It's like, it's not just that we get a box for free or we get something for free. I mean. Because they, it's not just that. They When you get that box, they're wanting things from you
0: in return. You right. don't just get to enjoy that and move on with your life. You have to post about it. They want stories. They want an Instagram post. They want you to leave a review or something.
2: It is a little different with food. I think we do get more excited when, A, it's a comped meal, or B, it's like, like, we just got a bunch of peaches from, or we're going to, should we not talk about that?
1: You to talk about that.
2: So, we got a, like, tw- a crate of peaches wow. to talk what about the peach truck, them? which, like, from me being from Georgia, I was, like, super pumped about. So, getting free items for us is still exciting. It is awkward to have that conversation, but it is we'll awkward need it. to have that conversation,
0: but I will say, if I didn't have that conversation, I would have not have quoted my first four figure deal. So with a brand, well, that's
1: pretty good. So for us, the thing that um, it boils down to for me is like I don't mind not charging a lot personally because we both have full time jobs. Like I'm an accountant. You're
2: I'm a speech therapist, and
1: so we we like have full time jobs, and so we do do it. And so, for me, it's just, like, the extra time, it's fun anyway. So, I don't necessarily care, but it's starting to get to the point where, like, if you have a certain amount of success, your time actually does become in demand. Because if if you do a free, like, for us, because videos are higher effort. And a lot of people, first of all, I don't think totally understand that. They just think...
0: I mean, it's all a lot of effort, but, I mean, I can't imagine how much
2: uh, effort a a video... The editing, the editing... We try to condense it into 30 minutes so that if it is a free comp meal or if it is like they are paying us or we, is one of our clients that we are making enough where a rate where we don't feel like a slave, honestly. Right.
1: But at the same, so the reason we can start saying no is like we got hit up by a company, a pretty big company who I think was doing like a shotgun approach to all these different influencers for, for something. And they were like, we'll give you this free food item if you do a post. And for me, it's like, if I'm going to do a post, I'm going to do a video and we had already posted about this place. And so it's like, not only am I going to double post about a place, which I hate doing, because I like to try to, like, give everybody their fair shot.
2: Well, we have, like, a 200-long request page yeah. that we have to get through. And we so vote, if we double
1: up on something...
2: We might not get to it until we die. Right. <laughs> so- well, that's what I'm saying. It's like
0: eventually you're gonna ha- eventually this is going to take so much of your time especially with your guys success that maybe this does become a full-time job for you or one of you it becomes a full-time job for one of you because it creates that much income for you guys which is what I'm hoping happens for me but right. you- eventually you're not so many people are going to want you to do things for them that you physically will not so be able to So here's do it my for question free. for
1: you. For you, is it financially viable for you to try to make enough income to support yourself just by promoting things do you think it is
0: yes and there's plenty of bloggers out there that do do that now i'm not going to sacrifice my soul for a buck right i'm not gonna would you would you have to do that uh i mean the beauty of it is that i can say no to anyone and everyone, I could say no if I didn't want to ever post an ad. I could say or that. if somebody
2: was being finicky, like or, with the deal or, or anything if someone like that. Didn't
0: value me and you know was, was not very nice because there's a lot of people that work for brands that think they are God Almighty themselves. And you know, the beauty of it is you're reaching out to me to do a service for you.
1: Okay, so let's let's flip this for a second. So there there might be a lot of business. Or, uh, I hope there's a lot of business, <laughs> but I hope there's business owners watching this. And if they're watching this from their perspective what did they get out of using you as an inf- like influencer marketing's a whole thing Unfortunately, I don't think business owners know enough about oh, it, yeah. but I think and, it can be a big tool. And so, what do they get?
0: So, well, what I was going to say too is that, you know, I will do things at no charge or less than what my rate is or my going rate is, and that's all dependent on social blue book. That's all something that brands can go look at to see and type in your little Instagram handle and see how much a post on Instagram, a video on TikTok, it shows you what a person is worth based on their following. And I, I think influencer marketing is very new in what's Inf- that called? Hold so- on. social blue book. Slow- so
2: social. social
0: blue book. You can go on there and oh, never, I've never heard, of heard of that. So if you went on there, you signed up, made your little account, put in Snacksonville, it would tell you what you could charge per post, per video, all that kind of stuff.
1: So for, for me personally as an accountant, um, one thing i'm working on and i'm working on building out a marketing consulting firm so i want to work alongside businesses and essentially help them make a marketing plan but the whole idea behind social media for me from a nerdy math perspective is that the engagements and interactions have to turn around and make them money so when you post about something if it stirs interest to where at least people would consider buying it to the degree where, like, if you were advertising a pair of flip flops and they ever needed flip flops, that they would consider that brand, I would consider
2: that valuable. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, on the flip side, it's like we can, we also feel the pressure of the now, Instagram
0: algorithm or anything. Right. I mean,
2: we downplaying as, our as,
0: as influencers, nothing is guaranteed. Our. That is another thing, too, that's very important if you are trying to run a blog or something is you don't own Instagram. You don't own TikTok. Creating a platform that will never go away if one of those platforms went away is very important. So uh,
1: tell me. So you were saying something about the Instagram algorithm. Oh, God. What? So, I mean, explain if, how we have interacted with it.
2: The Instagram it's algorithm. Terrible. It's, it's like terrible. If, if you have the TikTok watermark, forget about it. But if you don't have the TikTok water market, and Evan says, oh my god, daddy Instagram, please, 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 sometimes we get views. Oh yeah, sometimes we get 3,000 views. But I mean, I have a friend who I want to invite on the podcast, That's but, a good idea. She, but she gets 50,000 views on her reels.
0: And the Instagram is pushing the reels. That's what they want to see. But well, her market is so niche
1: too. that I
2: just didn't realize that. It, but her,
1: here's the thing, ours is for local restaurants.
2: Right, and hers can be for more, because she can do shipping. So it is kind of it's different. Like
1: and she does antiques, and I'm excited to potentially to, to have, have her, her on. on. But um,
2: but what makes me nervous? The yeah,
1: more more reachable, I would say.
2: Right is when the Instagram algorithm is working against you, and you've hyped yourself up, and you've sold yourself as an influencer, and then like I feel like I can't deliver. I feel the pressure for that business that took. Well, I, th- us I think on. it's very important for yeah. a business
0: owner to know too. Is that whenever I see someone posting about something. The first time, oh, okay. Draws a little bit of interest. Nine times out of 10, and I'm sure there's some law of whatever, social media, that it it takes two, three, four times for them to see a brand in their face for them to go and look at that. You know, Sometimes you can have success, especially with a a item that is much more reasonably priced for someone to make a purchase right then and there. But if you have a item that is much more money you are gonna want to see that that person didn't just talk about it once, and then never talked about it again. See,
1: that's the thing. I think it can either be frequency or
0: or it can
2: quality be quality content. content. I think it's because more if, quality. Because if you were to start doing videos consumer, and show though. the different
1: aspects of it, that's a more in-depth look. I'm not saying like no, yeah. the posts, I'm not saying the frequency thing isn't true because I no. think it is. I think a way around it, potentially. But here's the thing. You're paying for people's time either way. Well,
0: I think I mean, it is definitely is different in the fashion world, too. I mean, for food, I mean, that. I mean, anything with a much more reasonable cost, people are going to be more willing to open up their pocketbooks for or whatever. But if you're pushing, like, a $400 pair of headphones, you know, I, I don't think the first time I saw someone talking about that, and, and maybe that's just me as a consumer, but I think that definitely... Frequency and quality are both very important and, and to be a successful person in this world you have to have both but
2: you're an educated consumer like you're not everybody that's going to be buying that, all is, those that things is very or that true that you reach I mean, out to that is very i mean that's true. for us too so it's like when we do see an influencer event and maybe we weren't invited or we just don't really know the story of the restaurant but we see all these people posting it on our feed sometimes we still keep our expectations pretty low
1: well it's we product, because we know someone asked them to post it right
2: right that and like we already know like it was over it could possibly be overhyped we have been stirred wrong before i'm not saying that well, well, I I think think we God. influencer events are the... like neat like the worst thing ever but i do think it kind of like creates a lot of buzz and the product cannot be there
0: i think that we see that a little differently though because we are on this side yeah yeah
2: i, I mean you know when somebody's being that's... fake or when it's like an ad or when you just also, I mean, you have pet peeves when it comes to other influencers. Oh, when you yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, when yeah. you happen to go to a restaurant and then you say the same thing, and then, like, the next day you see that the other person is, like, doing a video, and it's very similar.
1: Okay. So if, if you're out there and you're thinking about influencer marketing, um, and that's something that you want. Actually, if, if you want help with any aspect of your social media marketing, um... Shoot us an email at letsnackpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to help you or set someone up or set you up with someone who will. Um, this podcast also is sponsored, and uh, one of our partners is called Auxilium. Um, they're a business consulting firm. So, really, like we kind of want this whole podcast to be an experience that helps business. Uh, businesses grow so if you need help with uh, this the CFO part of businesses like your finances please reach out to auxilium uh, Their websites aux, AG auxag.com and if you need help with anything marketing related please do reach out to us at a uh, let's snack podcast at um, also if you have any questions about uh, marketing or business or I guess food that you want answered on the show uh, shoot us an email oh,
0: yeah. I think we should do like a question
2: oh yeah if like you a question us a box question, on our Instagram there is
1: right. like a 100% chance we're going to answer it on well
2: there. we want to do rapid fire questions to kind of like end that it, is true oh yeah which I don't I don't know if this is the ending
1: oh I mean so what I want to end it with <laughs> this week uh, is our brand of the week so um, one thing that we want to do is shout out people who have been doing social media well so people have good examples of what to do in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a brand in mind that you'd like to shout out on Instagram?
2: So I will say the bread and board. I am obsessed with your Instagram. And I am obsessed with the way that like everything is cohesive. The way that you guys talk about the different locations. And then you're um, very seamless. I think it's
1: at the bread and board at if the you want to check them out on Instagram. If it's not, I will like put the actual <laughs> Instagram tag. On the video portion, and I'll, I'll try to put it in right. uh, the audio notes Either too. Way, if you look it up, you'll but do check it. them out.
2: And then they had the seamless transition to the bread and burger.
1: Right. Is There's that
2: a new restaurant? Yeah, it's, a, it's in the alleyway. It's a ship shipping container. It's very new to Jacksonville. <laughs> oh uh, no, I, I personally think they just have this great aesthetic where I'm always like, Yep, yeah, I'll share. I'll share this on Saxonville because they have your a pictures look brand. good. Yeah, they have
1: a constant that is brand, so important of vibe. Too.
2: Yeah, that is, uh, and the captions are fine. Yeah. Like, it's not too wordy. Um, they don't share anything personal, which is fine. Like, I don't know who owns the bread and board, but you don't always have to do that to make your brand great. I do like, like, certain brands who they talk about their family or they show family vacation photos, and they're like, we're closed this week because of this. It makes me kind of want to go support them because I know what your kids look like.
1: Um, do you have a brand in mind, Haley?
2: Yeah, sorry, I'm holding my microphone.
0: I love we're, that. We're gonna fix up that for next <laughs> week. For you. I am so we sorry. We started
1: from, we're actually currently
0: at we the bottom. We started and we're, from the bottom. No, we're, we're going to get- We
2: started at the bottom here. and we're still at the bottom, we're, but it's, it's okay. It's only gonna get better. From like Hell's Kitchen right now. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God.
0: Okay, so yes, I do have a brand that um, I would like to shout out and part of it is because I love them so much, the owners and Jen is my friend, but Wicked Barley I think they've really created an, a phenomenal brand for themselves I think they're very well known across Jacksonville but they are very cohesive too and I feel like everything that they post is engaging and that everybody just I don't know, maybe this is a personal thing and I just love Wicked, if you are hearing this, that should probably be no surprise to you guys But
1: at Wicked Barley, at Wicked Barley, Barley that's, that's a safe guess
0: at Wicked Barley Brewing And i think jen's gonna come on the show at some point and talk with us or whatever but i'm telling you the owners um they did it right from the very 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 beginning they really i mean also contributed that to some good investors and awesome owners and stuff like that but they were able to do it right when opening the brewery and every single Curveball that's been thrown their way—they've handled it very gracefully. Right. So shout out to Wicked Barley. I Bali. also
2: love their family because
0: I oh, know yes. they're fabulous. Yeah, all of them are fabulous.
1: Cool. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, follow us on Instagram at Let's Snack Podcast. Uh, let Let us know what you thought of the episode. And we but, promise uh, it'll
0: get less uh, chaotic. I think I think I we're learning. I think we it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I I'm not gonna wait. toot our own horns, but. Toot toot. I can't
2: wait to listen to our pilot in like four years and be yeah, like, this is where did. we started. Idiots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys for, uh, for listening, watching, however you're consuming this content. Uh, make sure to follow us, subscribe, whatever. Um, but we'll see you next time.